0: When I looked at whiskey, probably the big boys sit there, but no one is going after that. Even now, right, you will hear very less of whiskey startups. All the whiskey are called IMFL. Why why don't why aren't we called just Indian whiskey? whiskey,
1: I don't know how to do this, so tell (laughs) us. I'll just walk you through it. All these blind tastings I really worry about. (laughs) You can come across really wrong. So, you know, you started thinking most of the whiskeys, highest uh, per capita consumption happen in, let's say, Punjab. That's your perception from outside. Yeah. It's not true. And the southern states actually...
2: Consume. You beat the crap out of everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> and there are like a million brands now coming up in gin, and in gin? that seems to be like the new thing.
0: I might be unpopular by saying this, <laughs> but I think India is not South Delhi and South Bombay. <laughs> the, the price point for it in Delhi is 500 rupees. In Bombay, it is 850. In Bangalore, it will be 1000 rupees. The company gets the same amount of money to sell the whiskey. It's the ex-checker that benefits.
2: What we love is that it's a large market and one that is truly, truly ripe for disruption. <music> All right, Shyam, so welcome to the barber shop. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time um, and show. You know, uh, given the given the business you run, eight in the morning is probably not the best time to have the conversation, but we'll make it work. Uh, and, you know, I've, I'm glad that you could kind of, um, uh, be, you know, bring all that is there to bear. Uh, and the conversations that you've had before, uh, this discussion have been extremely uh, engaging and big, big fan of what you're building. I think just at the outset, um, would want to do that. Um, just to give you a sense of the barbershop razor's edge, I'm not sure if you have seen uh, at length some of the discussions we've had with young founders, but what we try to do here is we um, we are a group of 75 people um, who love working with founders um, and this is completely agnostic of sector. We typically like to be uh, you know the first uh, check uh, in the company or the second check. We typically like companies that have some Uh, traction some revenue some sense of product market fit but you know given its early stage um, can easily be figured out um that list has been shared with you of course and you can go through it and the the purpose of this is for 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 the 75 of us is to learn and and be a part of amazing journey like yours right Um, and today is all about getting into your business and understanding it i would love for rahul to introduce himself to you Uh, you and i have obviously met but then uh, the stage is all yours and you would love to know more about what you do.
0: Thank you.
1: Shram, great to meet you. I'm Rahul, um, currently a VC at uh, Matrix Partners. Uh, in my previous avatar, I started and built out this company called Tribo Hotels in the economy hotel space in India. Uh, before that, Shantanu and I were colleagues back at McKinsey. Yeah, really looking forward to hearing the Woodsman story uh, and what you want to do with this.
0: Thank you. Thank you for uh, the inviting I think it means a lot for me. Um, I'll uh, jump into my background. Um, I'm Shivam. Um, Shivam Ganglani. I'm from Delhi. Uh, I did my schooling here in the school called TD Goenka. Um, was a scholastic student uh, in school. Um, went on to do my economics uh, from Delhi University. Uh, post which went to business school to study, man- uh, study finance and business economics in Manchester. Um, I think my journey. Fundamentally, subconsciously begins from there. Uh, when you go out clubbing or partying, uh, right, you uh, pre-drink and go over there. Uh, so your flatmates or your batchmates, they come over, you eat a bit, you drink a bit and then, then you step out. So we were mostly gravitating towards uh, bourbon whiskeys, which are comparatively sweeter. So to give you like a broad journey of a consumer when they enter into alcohol drinking or uh, this space, it's mostly uh, more sugary. Uh, you think of a very high on sugar. Uh, then you start mixing your drinks with cola or uh, orange juice or cranberry or red bull, your vodkas in your spirits. Again, it's high on sugar. Uh, so you want the high but you don't want the bitterness to go with it. Uh, then you might get into beers and um, I think India for a long time had predominantly just lager and uh, strong beer and strong beer is 90% of the market. Um, but I think there has been great effort by a few companies to push that mantle forward in terms of making it more uh, varied in that sense. Uh, and then I think comes whiskey, wherein a person is either second, third year or entering his first job. And he wants to, like you were saying, feel mature or that we have And they want to feel that and hence whiskey gives that to them. Um, and I think uh, my initial part, uh, I... Traveled the country, uh, northeast, Maharashtra, Punjab, Haryana, um, and just tried to learn and absorb. Uh, this was not the first thing that I uh, went into, but uh, concerning this, uh, just learnt for good one one and a half years. I was fortunate to have a mentor who was exposed to the industry and uh, met people from distillery owners that are worth themselves maybe a billion dollars to people who don't even earn 5,000 rupees in a store so met the entire value chain to understand what value does each person or uh say a wholesaler or distributor or a manufacturer bring to the table uh so i think it looks very glamorous from the outside but i think it's an extremely um a tough business from the inside so i think my naivety i would say <laughs> got me into this uh if it was well thought out. I, I don't know whether I would have entered, but I think my naivety helped. Um, and I think I'm fundamentally a believer uh, um, that when there is something tough, there is that's where the value will also be. And since it's not an easy market, uh, and that's the widespread uh, perception as well. Um, but I feel uh, if done right, and done with the right intention and done for sort of with the long term uh, horizon in mind or a long term vision in mind i think anything can be established so when i studied the market um Diageo has built a four billion dollars business in three decades uh Perno has built a, a th- Diageo has built a four billion dollar Di- because has built a three million dollar uh, business in say twenty five or twenty two years um and all in the last uh you know with, with a couple of i would say um these businesses have been built in on the backbone of uh, semi premium whiskeys so if to divide the industry overall uh, i think we have pre established price points uh, in the industry um you have your regular segment uh which is brands like back piper and green label which are no longer i would say too relevant i think diageo has also hybrid it off um then the entry-level whiskies are called deluxe whiskies.
2: What what's that price point at?
0: The so uh, this is sub sub 400 rupees per per per, per, pre- per, 750, per ml 750 ml bottle per 750 ml bottle. So I, I, I'll probably I'll g- uh, give you a bigger uh, breakdown of the spirits industry first. Um, in India, the market size is roughly 27 billion dollars. This is from a research report by IWSR, uh, a London-based research organization. And two crore basically. Haan, this is a shy number. They are they will, they will read, I think, in multiple reports, the number is higher. But I've taken probably the lower number. So out of that, and, and the spirits market is roughly six times bigger than the beer market and 150 times almost the wine market in India. So wine market is just 1500 crores. Um, so I think when you evaluate a business, you have to evaluate a spirits business differently than a beer business, than a, uh, the wine business. Um, within the spirits business, the uh, spirits category, 75% of the value is with whiskey. Well, and is it growing? So I think it's it's growing at 10 to 12% C A G R. Uh, and bigger base. On that bigger base. Um, and after whiskey, we have brandy, which is roughly 12 odd percent. This is primarily in Tamil Nadu and Kerala. So 65% of all the brandy consumed in the world is in is in two states. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. yeah i remember there was a study i think back in the firm uh-huh. where i was quite surprised that so you know you started thinking most of the whiskeys uh, is per capita consumption happen in let's say punjab uh-huh. that's your that's perception that. from outside yeah it's not true and the southern states actually consume pretty well beat the crap out of everyone else <laughs> <laughs> <on> <laughs> per capita. and they're very strong affiliation for example brandy i don't know even between kerala and tamil Nadu. i think kerala is ...dominates uh, heavily on per capita or, or is it the other way around?
0: No, so Kerala in terms of... ...person drinking per capita uh, will, will be higher. Yeah, so it's like this state drinks that. Wow. Uh,
2: is, I, is the correlation between literacy and alcohol is of the... ...you know? <laughs> is, is, that, is that kind of... Uh, they have the most correlation.
1: <laughs> no, because I mean, the most literate state also, right? Yeah, so... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they the, the so expected
0: that more educated should drink less or should... Yeah. So they should drink that. better. Not drink less,
2: drink less and better. What? Maybe alcohol just opens up your mind in ways that uh, that other states other things can't but okay, sorry, go ahead. No, what I am curious about this, right? Does this
1: include sorry, demystify this a little bit. Does this include what is called Deshi Sarab or you know and y- regulates
0: that's outside of this. That's how that's country liquor. And that that would be pretty big market uh, as well, right? Pretty big, yes, but it's very states, it's state specific. So when you add logistics to it, you can no longer afford to sell at that price point in a neighboring state. So country liquor is state specific understood and how does this compare with let's say other markets
1: like us uh, in terms of per capita consumption so on an average this is one what liters or what you know megaliters of uh, liquor
0: so i would say there's no accurate uh data on this like maybe the colas have 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 a more accurate data on what is the per capita consumption so i can tell you that the high the, India is the highest drinking uh, drinker of whiskey in the world in terms of volume. In terms of value, it is uh, of course uh, the U.S. I mean that's because we just have w- like a lot of people. A lot of people, yes, and a lot of people drinking whiskey. Yeah. I see. They can it's drink true. something else, but uh, it's whiskey that they are consuming. Um, so U.S. market is of course the most valued market in the world, uh, more than three to four x what the market in India is. Um, I think the Indian market is 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 growing at a good pace now. It's premiumizing at a good pace now. People are looking for better options. So to give you a, a breakdown, I was coming to the breakdown to say now the so I'll continue the spirits yeah. uh, breakdown first. Seventy-five percent with whiskey, twelve yeah. percent with brandy. The next ten percent with rum. So rum is in the eastern part of the country. So to give you an example, one state Odisha um, has. More, 55% drinking rum only. So, when you want to enter Odisha, you need to have a rum in your portfolio to be relevant to that state. Uh, the next 3 to 4% or 5% would be vodka, and
2: less than 1% would be gin. So, um, But then there are like a million brands now coming up in gin, and in like gin? that seems to be like the new thing. It's so, like I, might, I think it's I'm going a- at crazy rates and all that.
0: I might be unpopular by saying this, <laughs> but I think. Um, India is not South Delhi and South Bombay, right, um, so I don't, I that comes out quite clearly,
1: <laughs> <laughs> probably know the market yeah. than alcohol, right, yeah. Bo- both in terms of people's affiliation to what they drink as well as the price points they seek or why they choose to drink that. I think then it's, this is, this is like the definition of many Indians yeah. in India, you have to, like you said, Dorisa, Ram, Kerala, Brandy, I think it comes out very, very strongly that yeah. you have to really localize. And I
0: think HUL is, done it right you know they've done it efficiently for the last so we can learn from them and they're doing it in some other category they're acknowledging it that different markets need different approaches and uh, first acknowledging then working on it and then going to market and then again having an open mind to just continue to learn about that culture about that space it's it's mm-hmm. te- technically a different country right um so i think the reason for me to choose whiskey was that i wanted to build a large scale business, I didn't want to build for myself, uh, I might consume uh, more premium whiskies, but I wanted to make a business that can employ more people, can be a larger impact. Um, what can I do better that is currently missing in the space? So when I uh, started this 2016-17, the, the journey, I think Beera was uh, trying to bring in wheat beers and low bitterness beers or more flavorful beers. Um, in comparison to what was available in the market, so they were doing a good job, and I didn't want to be the second or the third in that uh, space. But when I looked at whiskey, which is six times bigger the market size, probably the big boys sit there, but no one is going after that. Even now, right? You will hear very less of whiskey
2: startups. Uh, you see a lot of these kind of in the more premium. Friendly, I have seen more in the premium. You'll see a lot of single malts coming out. You'll see. Rampur and you know uh, uh, some of these Amro. Rampur, so on. Rampur and
0: yeah, Like these are from the stable of very very big com- Indian companies. So Rampur, like uh, Rampur is from Radico Khaitan, yeah, which is in I think a stock listed company yeah. doing over a billion dollars in revenue. Yeah. Um, and it's it's nineteen eighty nineteen eighty one when they started. So they've gotten to this after three decades. Yeah. They should. They I think mean, they're doing a fantastic job over the last three four years. They've cleaned up their balance sheet, reduced their debt. So I think uh, they are waking up. Uh, it's just that they're waking up a little slowly, um, and uh, they're doing it in a traditional fashion again. Yeah. So I think there's a lot to learn from big multinational companies, big Indian companies, uh, but they have a set format or set style of doing things, which I need, uh, which I think needs a lot of fresh and young energy, right. and someone who is not mentally trained to follow the rule uh-huh. and follow what the trend is or the market is doing and probably bring in some their, some of their own viewpoint to the table which is not pre-existing or following someone else
2: but can you break the whiskey market down like yeah. how what like we were talking about entry level and yes. all the way to uh, to the top end of pricing and how how those what are some of the big brands and those and how people buy Correct. so
0: when i break down the 20 billion dollar whiskey market the the bottom 6 billion dollars is a regular market uh, probably uh, you can't build a brand out there. The margins are too thin. Again, logistics will be a challenge. You'll have to make in mult all the states. To
2: be, to l- l- less than 400,
0: right? Brand brand. Uh, say green label, uh, backpiper, yesteryear brands, okay. right? Um, so I think it's unaddressable. According to me, I would not put it in the serviceable uh, space. Then the entry level is a deluxe category, which is McDowell's number one, officer's choice. Imperial Blue. So McDowell's number one from the Diageo portfolio and Imperial Blue from the Perna portfolio. Um, The price point for it in, uh, say Delhi, it's uh, 440, 450. So less than 450 rupees for a 750 ml bottle. Again, I feel you need to be vertically integrated to be able to deliver this price point to the market. Um, This is again, five, six billion uh, dollars in its size, the deluxe category. Then you have the semi-premium category. Uh, the leader over there is uh, Royal Stag uh, from the porno. Uh, then it's Royal Challenge. So Royal Stag owns the 60% market share, and maybe Royal Challenge owns the 20% market share in this category right now. And 20% is other players, local players, regional players. Um, size would be roughly four billion dollars, and I think this is the category that is growing the fastest. Um, in terms of adoption, so roughly the, the price point for it in Delhi is 500 rupees. In Bombay, it is 850. Yeah. In Bangalore, it will be 1000 rupees. Yeah. It's same whiskey, just the differentiation of taxation. Uh, the company gets the same amount of money to sell the whiskey. It's the exchequer that uh, benefits. Yeah. Uh, so I think we're, we're I think, uh, as a fun fact, I think we're the top two or three contributor towards the revenue of a state. On almost all states, all major states. Alcohol. Alcohol. I love when you
2: say we, you a community of
0: alcohol, uh, matter That's very really cool. So, um, so semi-premium category, so Woodsman, um, our brand, our whiskey, uh, is, is priced at 10% premium to the semi-premium segment at 550 rupees for a 750 ml bottle. This will translate to a 913 in, in Bombay and roughly 1,000 to 1,100 in Bangalore. Uh, then we have Signature and Antiquity to complete the 80% share. Uh, again, b- Blender's spread trading at 50 to 60% and the remaining 20% split amongst Signature and Antiquity. Um, this is at 850 price point in Delhi. So, semi-premium at 500, premium at 850, and super premium at 1500 with bottled linear scotches like 100 Pipers, Teachers, Black Dog, Black and White. So, this is at the 1500 price point. Now, when I look at these price points, I see gaps, right? Um, Someone else might not see that gap, but I see a lot of gap because India is extremely value conscious, price conscious. So, for someone who wants to upgrade, say from a 500 to an 850, it is not easy to do that at an everyday level because these are high frequency consumers. So a semi-premium consumer might be drinking 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 times a week. Like almost every day, maybe. Yeah. Right. A premium consumer would be consuming 3 to 4, 2 to 3, to, 2 to 4 times, right. A super-premium consumer will be 1 to 2, right. Um. Uh, and beyond that, it's ultra-premium, which is your single malts, your scotches, uh, Black Label, Shivers Regal, Clare levits, That's 3% of the market, less than a billion dollars. Um. So when, when I see the, the our focus as a, as a as a business or as a company is the semi-premium, premium, and the super-premium, which is 500, 850, and the 1500 price point. That I think uh, if you want to build a scalable, uh, strong backbone business, you need to be in the semi-premium space, whether we like it or not. We know of single malls that sell in the country because it's been backed by a brand behind it. So we might not be aware, but... That's the strength of the portfolio that it allows for more premium whiskies to be launched at a later date, and to be able to give an e- a, a, a entry into the market. So people don't
1: care, right? Like you know who owns this? Like I don't. You said RS is owned by Pernod. I don't even know who owns Blenders. Is it Pernod? Pernod. So Perno. people don't relate to Pernod or Diageo as the name. It's just the brand. They ask for Blender Pride or consumers ask for the brand, right. right? Yes. So you can operate across. All of these price points we with can. different brands. We can. Yeah.
0: We we it's very difficult to have the same brand across these price points. Yeah. Because um, consumers in India will want that when they pay more, at least almost two X more, they want a different feeling to go with the brand. Yeah. And hence you have to have a different brand. Premium but the,
2: the, the green label in the super in the entry section. No, no, that's not the same. That's not the same. they like kind of they try to take the halo effect of the label, correct, label correct, brand. Correct. Ah, interesting, correct. interesting. Okay. But even there, from red label all the way to blue label, there is a laddering of, of a similar brand with different different points. But that's the only example I can think so of. Probably the only one.
0: Probably, probably the only one. And I think uh, kudos to them to be able to uh, do that. I think Johnny Walker has done a fantastic job with that. Running for two hundred years, so. But I think it
1: does one thing, which is. Uh, when there's always somebody there's Always a more premium label. The entry label, while already quite expensive, looks gets looked down upon. Yeah, that's my view, right? Yeah. Can get- that label by itself looks yeah. is a fantastic brand. Yeah, like could have been a fantastic product. Yeah, and it could have been a great brand. Yeah. I would was you agree really on the blend width, but <laughs> yeah, right? It's I mean look on look at the price points. Uh, you know, uh, it's selling it. It's very expensive. But yet, it's now looked at as the inferior label. Yeah. <laughs> it's like being in a family of, you know, high achievers, guy, yeah. you know, one, And you are like, yeah, I was the, you know, Palmer stopper. <laughs> so it's relative. It's great. What are you saying? It's fantastic. But, you know, I'm not saying your father's favorite, child. so maybe that's the only disadvantage. Yeah. But the point I was coming to was, I think it, um, it gives you an opportunity. To play across m- multiple price points here. Would you want to do that? Start from
0: semi-premium and do something different over time? So we will definitely give it a shot. Uh, have a more premium version of Woodsman. But there is a band that I can stretch to. Uh, doing a 1500, I don't think so that's possible. Uh, it would should be below the 1000 rupee mark. Um, so that's the band
2: that Woodsman would play in. Uh, overlap of value and aspiration is something that like brands figure out very late Like we figured out late, very late That value and aspiration is not really a choice That value or aspirational And if you That feeling is there in, in brands In personal care for example, you have that feeling I'm sure in alcohol also you feel that The more value you're giving, the, the more compromise you're making on aspiration and vice versa but, you're basically saying that you want to make it a premium aspirational brand ladder up in, in this space, yeah. uh, but at the same time, make sure that there is tremendous value on the table for the consumer who's.
0: No, I feel you have to deliver on, on the value front and what you're promising as a brand. So if I look at, say, the competition brands, say White and Blue or Royal Stag or Royal Challenge, their claims are no longer product-led now. They have become more lifestyle-led. Uh, so I'll give you an anecdote. So I, and this, I'm just meetup up uh, maybe when uh, someone was walking up to a bar and in India when pack, banao. Huh. right? <laughs> so, uh, some intelligent person must have caught it and said that convert tagline, make it large. Wow! And that uh, became like a life thing. And then it's your life, make it large. Success yeah. driven, success cues yeah. like uh, you found across categories Um that Although I don't know whether a person drinking a 500 rupee product should feel successful. Yeah. But that's the perception they want to, <laughs> you know, portray. Yeah. So I think there's lack of authenticity there, at least in my opinion. And I think we need to be more authentic with what we are promising the consumer. Um, our, what is it? Our promise is smooth. We will be the smoothest whiskey at our price point, period. There's no confusion in what I'm promising. I'm promising you a smooth whisky and the reason for that is I think consumers now I think how consumers were in the 90s When these brands were being launched, early 90s rather To how consumers are now, I think we are, it's it's the information age Everything is readily available in terms of information So people ask more questions And people will ask more qualitative questions now And when they'll ask more qualitative questions, they will ask Is this whisky smooth? Is there hangover in the morning? Will I be fresh the next morning because I have to work now? This is the blue collar working We we are talking about. Who has to reach on time, otherwise a pay cut will be he should not smell while going home. Right? These are important features for him. Yeah. Right? That when he drinks, he should not smell when he goes home. His family will not like it. When he wakes up, he should feel fresh and be ready to go to work. He should not feel hungover. Um, and w- uh,
2: break that down. When you say smooth, it is the feeling when it goes down the throat yes. in terms of taste or in terms of friction when the... like, What is what is smooth
0: exactly? So, I would say I think taste is very difficult to mm-hmm. define. Mm-hmm. Like when I say, if I you whiskey describe it, I think master blenders can do <laughs> And that too, with you know, a lot of uh, vocabulary. Yeah. Uh, but, smooth, can uh, understand uh, Is it smooth or not? A drinkable, it's it's palatable, it's smooth, it's it goes down your throat easily, doesn't create a burn in your stomach.
2: Smooth by the way is an adjective used only in the context of whiskey family, right, right? People never call a rum or a no. vodka smooth. No. Even if it's like the most they can, but But people don't. Like, I've never seen any like smooth is very specifically a very whiskey term. I don't know. Like Yeah. And by the way, like you're right. Uh, so you would have blue collar affordable three to five times a week drinkers of, of this category. But I remembered, like, my first alcohol experience was always Royal Stack. So when I was 17, 18, started drinking in college, and this was a, I'm talking, when I say I, 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 I probably represent 200 people in my hostel. Okay. All of whom would drink whiskey. Like, 95% of my hostel were whiskey drinkers. First time alcohol, right? Then like you said. Right. I uh, couldn't afford a lot. of rupees of 90 bucks, nift 180 <laughs> ml. So we would kind of but like and if there was like a farewell party or a birthday party and 15 people so 15 divided by uh 2 so seven or eight nips uh so whatever 180 ml right and 180 ml After 90, 90 each and coke uh and uh, you know chips or whatever yeah. that would kind of that would be the budget for this and that's how it was think and it was horrible but at that time you didn't know any better so you could you could do it old monk was a good like people used to say hey, I, you know old monk is the other affordable thing we could we could have, but it was 90% worth royal stack. And then when I went to Lucknow, so I went to business school right after engineering. Okay. And Lucknow had like average work experience in my batch was three and a half years, 39 months, or whatever, right? So look calm karga. So calm karnagebah even if they were like working in the most entry-level jobs, whatever at that time, 25, 30000 rupees a month, they were still they had saved up enough. So they had then gravitated to Blender Sprite, Signature and, you know, sometimes teachers also, right? So I had no, I didn't really have, like, a, my affordability had not gone up by much. I just grown a couple of years older. But because I was surrounded by these guys, I would then save up a little more to drink the same whiskey as them. And that's, and then, then when you join McKinsey, suddenly you don't look, be- look below Glenn's, right? So I think you, you... For for, for semi premium, I think as age and as you kind of can afford more, yeah. there's a natural progression of the category. and then yeah. affiliation to the brand. You
0: described is how a typical whiskey journey would be, right? When you, it's linked to your income. Okay. When your income increases, it's a uh, it's a signal to society or friends or other people that you have landed up or you, have, you know, you've you've gone up in your income. So it's a signal to like how a car is. So, we Hyundai pe and Hyundai se se City, Honda City pe and then Honda City, pe maybe a, 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 a luxury car. So, it's a signaling mechanism for men at least. Wow. Um,
2: Here, if they're drinking alone, like a lot, how much of this drinking is alone? So, so when you? I'll
0: ask you, you will say a premium whiskey, but when you'll go back, so when you drink with friends, right? So, I, I have different types of whiskeys with different set of friends. So, my. School and school will be a different set of people. that will drink very very premium stuff, so I'll I'll drink uh, accordingly with them. Uh, when I'm having whiskey with my college friends, um, it'll be a low lower price comparatively, <laughs> right? And and that's just fine. Not now, but I'm I'm saying back in the day. Uh, oh, so
2: school was more expensive. Isn't it? School was more expensive. <laughs> that is, that school is, school people sound heavy, huh? Huh. So <laughs>
0: <Sunday>. <laughs> guilty. Um, but I think. Uh, 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 Again, it completely depends on uh, you know what the person is earning, where is he at, and, and it's a signalling in a way. What's people's so, attitude towards
1: this? There are, there are some categories where people want to spend the most they can. They want to get the highest access to the highest brand they can. For example, schooling is one of those. You spend the most you can. You almost spend more than you can because... I want to invest in my kids' education, right? Right. Um, There are other categories where you optimize for value or utility as opposed to, you know, being at the most aspirational. Where is whiskey in this? Do you prioritize volume or do you prioritize the best whiskey you can drink?
0: So I'll I'll give you an example. When lockdown happened, what is is the first thing that opened after the lockdown? And where were the queues? Longest, two-kilometer long queues. Um... It is a priority, though most people will be so 80% of India or rather uh, I would say 85% of India will be drinking a whiskey which is 500 or less. So when there are 100 people walking into a store, 8 out of 10 at least will be consuming uh, like asking for a whiskey which is 500 or less, right? So they are price sensitive. The next, say one person will ask for a premium and that like 10%, and the next three four percent will ask for a, uh, you know, a whisky of their choice.
2: In my view, is no, I think uh, it is not a, vis- it is not a choice of whisky. It is a choice of frequency. So if you're going to drink five six times a week. Yeah. You're probably going to say, okay, this is like this is like ration for me now. Yeah. You think you think of it like atta and toothpaste. They shift to the utility yeah, and shift to the petrol. It. It, it just works. But if you are kind of if you want to do like if you want to host. Uh, your select friends okay. from Ahmedabad after 10 years yeah. you're going to bring out that's when you'll probably label it or kind of think about it the way you would think about education okay, really I will really make this a great night to remember but if I'm going to go to a store and pick it up every day because that's my that's that's my that's my fix and you are probably want to think of it like toothpaste
0: I think how people think will be different at different price points so I think what, how a person consuming a 500 rupee whiskey can thinks will be very, very different from uh, someone who is consuming a Glenlivet or a Glenfiddich.
2: I think the, the use cases are very different. If to the same person, but very different use cases. Yeah.
0: I think, you know, a person who is drinking four, five, six times might be spending even more money than actually yeah. the guy drinking the premium whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, on think. alcohol as a as a category or a or spend. Definitely
2: as a percentage of income. Yes. But even in absolute, I may not, I, you, you may not be off by a lot. Yes. Even in absolute, a Glenlivet drinker might be spending lesser on alcohol on a yearly basis than a Royal Stag regular drinker, just because of just quantum and correctness. And how do
1: people think, you, you touched upon it, right? Well, people drink alone as well. Yes. Yeah. Other people drink alone, yeah. you know, at night, they'll have their two drinks before having dinner. Yeah. India has very clear culture of drinking before, before food, before, right? Yeah. Which is not very necessarily consistent with what happens in your, the West. Yes. Uh, How does it work? How does drinking alone work? There's nobody watching you. There's no signal to be given. Uh, Do people drink a notch lower than what they would drink outside?
0: I I believe so. I believe so. And I think the reasoning for drinking then is, um, I think people are, at least in this price point, it's not an easy job, right? It's a tough job. It's a tough day. So alcohol is like an escape for them. They want to think lesser. They want to release the tension, so un- unwind the nerves, right? And they believe alcohol does that for them. So basically, depressurizing, like pressure cooker meh, pura din and then that and then it's released, right? So it's an escape for them. I think there's a there's a good op- brand opportunity
1: there then, right? In a way, if that is the state of mind, and you're drinking alone, but there's no signal to be given, you still are talking to somebody. Who's had a hard day, and your brand could say, "Hey, you deserve this. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. You know, you, no signal to be given. I'm I'm going to have a good drink. Correct, yeah. because I've earned it. I deserve this. Correct. And I think that's a great brand opportunity for somebody operating in in your segment, right? Right. If you talk to uh, that aspect of that person's personality, right? A sport drink for a hard day. Yeah.
2: You think about it when we speak about Trimo or Mombashing Company or any of these, it's a, they are very private experiences. Even private experiences, brands that are able to brands that are able to do that extra bit to pamper the consumer really win. Right? And it's okay if it's not a signaling thing at all. But even in a relationship which is one on one between the consumer and the brand, yes. if the consumer feels okay, and it could be anything, it could be small things in a car, for example, where the consumer feels comfortable, it could be small things in a hotel room. It could be something with a foam. It could be something with a food item, which is individually consumed and not socially. If the brand does that little bit extra to make the consumer feel, it could be a packaging thing. It could be communication. It could be a small booklet. It could be a extra little bit of fragrance. It could be anything actually. Yes. Yes. The consumer then just attaches fully. Uh-huh. Yeah. The touch of massive opportunity, even if it is not a single. In fact, especially in situations where it is single use cases. So I, I think what I observed was People,
0: when they're drinking this, they keep the bottle below the table. right? Uh-huh. They're not com- comfortable or confident keeping it on the table. right? So what I particularly wanted to do was to be able to give them that proud feeling or rather, you keep it on the table, right? Deliver great design, deliver great aspirational value in the brand and you keep it on the table. It's giftable. You can take it to your friend. Um, and I think, um, I don't know why, why should good design cost... Like Ikea is, um, you know, uh, great design at great prices. So not necessarily a great looking thing should be that expensive. Uh, And I think I I need to empathize with the consumer um, and understand, uh, you know, um, uh, their needs and aspirations. And someone who is not able to jump from 500 to 850 on an everyday level, how do I bridge that gap? If I I start at 10% premium, so that he doesn't have to pay a lot more to, you know, taste the whiskey, um, and gradually take it to the 20% mark, or in the in the longer run. So I'm sitting between prices. I'm not head-on colliding against big companies. Yeah. I don't want to. uh, uh I would rather create a new price point, and let the market come there. Yeah. Uh, oh. Just a price point. You also talk in your deck about creating a new category. Yes.
1: Itself. Yeah. Right? Talk a little bit about that. Where's the genesis of the craft? Yes. Movement and you've. Uh, you've talked about how it happened in beer and in gin, yes. and how it can now begin in whiskey.
2: Can I actually make a small segue into. Can, do you, I would love to like taste what you make sure. before kind of diving into uh, you know the, the 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 craft of actually making it because then it makes it very real.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. So,
2: like, do you have some stuff we can try? Yes. So what I'll do is
0: uh, again, this is the first time I'll make my whiskey. Uh, against a 2x price point and a 3x price point. Okay. So I'm not making you I'll of course you can uh, I'll make you taste against the competition okay. but what I'm trying to do is make it uh, compete against much more premium whiskies than its price point. Okay. So let me do will that in
2: blind or will we will we not know. It'll be a blind
0: taste. Oh, wow. And then we we'll, we can reveal what the whiskeys are. Okay. And I can show you the the packaging and the look okay. and feel the love brand love as well. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Is it is that okay? Yeah, yeah. kind like of to a the honor a huge
0: <laughs> drinker and it's, <laughs> it's 9 in the morning. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll just do some tasting. Yeah. It's 9 p.m. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so this is competing, this row is competing with Woodsman against more premium whiskeys and this row is competing with Woodsman against competition set. I think. But we don't know which one is word. Yeah, you don't, of course. It's Ah. <laughs> uh, but competition. We need water. Yeah. Okay. So maybe you can start with, say, nosing the whiskey and. Um, like this are, are you going to do this as well? Um, I think we prepared for you guys. Okay. But
1: I'll just get over to Arsak. I don't know how to do this, so <laughs> tell us. I'll just walk you through it. Anything Then I don't know much, come across as so pretentious, saying, And there's No clue what you know. How to do this?
0: But think about it. No. Three has a very distinctive, distinctive aroma. So, so. See again, you can. Um, uh, we this is neat whiskey, huh. so I think of course we can't have neat whiskey. So this is 30 ml each. Huh. I'm pouring a one is to one ratio,
1: four is to one or something like that. No,
0: that will be too diluted.
1: Yeah. No, it's four is to four whiskeys to one. Like I just add a tiny bit
2: of water. Is that isn't that the right dilution for it?
0: No, I think one is to one ratio four is, is one how one how you one test, one test one. a whiskey. Out. Okay,
2: two is a little sweeter, and this is this is the premium one or this is the com- The Premium ones.
1: Premium ones. Premium ones. You're like the one guy on MasterChef who knows a little bit about what they're doing. Perception is reality. Okay.
0: So you will have to concentrate a bit. We'll probably not speak.
2: I think they're all they're all very similar in terms of smoothness. We were defined going down the throat. Yeah. Uh, if I were to give one of them, if I were to rate these, or I would give one of them uh, more, I think it would be three. Okay. Three for me would, like, it's slightly sweeter. Maybe it's a palette thing, it's slightly sweeter and went down a little easier. One and two, I think, were similar in terms of um, smoothness. So I like three as
1: well. Um. Yeah, I think it was the easiest of the three to drink right. for me. Right. Two was the harshest. Okay. Um, it's not, there's nothing wrong with it. It just, it just felt quite strong. Okay. You know, hit me hard. Sure. Uh, and uh, one was okay. One, uh, say I've had two, like, again, it's a little bit about taste personally, right? So I'd probably gravitate more towards a three than a one than a two.
0: Okay. And you want to switch it now? Do you want to taste the other three as well? Yeah.
2: Is it the same three?
1: No, no, no. Jumbled okay. again. Oh, is it? Okay. No. Then I have to do all three. Okay. Then why don't you do that? I'm good. My quota for the week is done. Okay. Wow. Okay. All these blind tastings, I really worry about. You <laughs> can come across really wrong. Because <laughs> the first time I think the wine industry tried to do this, and you know, the French wines, of course, were like, we're going to win this. <laughs> it's, of course, the best wine is going to come out of Bordeaux. So, and then I think the wine that won or came close was like a $10 bottle or something from <laughs> Napa Valley, right? And, right? and that's how kind of the Californian <laughs> mission started. I think. They repeated that about 15, 20 years later. Uh-huh. I mean, I it was early 2000s or 2010s, and they did that again. Uh-huh. This time, people like, yeah, you know, this time we'll put our best foot forward. It has to be French wines, right? Uh-huh. That's gonna win. And sure enough, French wines won. Um, but I think the one that came, that only second, was actually wine from Jersey. Okay. And that's when New Jersey then started picking. <laughs> With your wine center. And that's a $6 bottle. <laughs> so There's like no correlation. And there's a category of goods called Veblen goods, right, uh-huh. where the price and demand don't follow the same curve. Okay. Like general law of, uh-huh. basic law of demand is that if you drop prices, the demand will cool. go up. In Veblen goods, uh, if, have- if you increase prices, the demand will go up. Correct. So luxury watches, cars, Possibly alcohol, bags, yeah. Right? So, um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I really worry about these <laughs> things. I
0: don't know if you've got it awfully wrong, at least from his perspective. <laughs> no, so I'll, I'll tell you what happens when you put people on a spot, right?
2: Uh, it becomes more difficult to yeah. answer. It's very hard, right? It, it becomes, it, it really skews it. Right. here, by the way, uh, three was harsh. Like, three was harsh on this. Two and one were, <laughs> I was not able to differentiate in two and one. Okay. So, three is Royal Stag, Or oh, is it, two is Woodsman. In is yeah, ah, it's oh yeah, man. And
0: here, here three, but what you chose is yeah. a is a bourbon whiskey, which okay. is sweeter. Oh, I wanted okay. to bring out the sweet aspect of it, and you're liking it. Ah. So that's the most premium. That's at sixteen hundred rupees. Three x ex- Oh, yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. And between what are these two? Uh, so two is again woodsman, okay. and one is blenders Sprite ah. So to differentiate, um, when you will taste a blender sprite it's smooth but it's bitter it's high on bitterness it's a woody palette yeah. what we've done with uh um, say woodsman I'll, I'll i'll probably um there's a pt note and a yeah. fruity note to it yeah so we have not taken the woody route that a blender sprite has we have gone in for a pt route um and the whiskey is um comparatively sweeter or low on bitterness and I think what you saw was the harshness. Yeah. Now that's not smooth, right? What the harshness you felt in number three? Yeah. That's Royal, Royal Stack. So yeah, when you're competing against our price points, it's there's a there's a difference that's easily discernible. But when you compete against higher ones, um, you have to be more like into it
2: and to understand. So I think what, what is one saying, in this? What is one? One is white and blue. White and blue, not bad. I like white and blue also. I know what what are the white. Woodsman. White and, and blue, Woodsman, Royal Stag in the competition. The, on the premium one? Blender Sprite, Woodsman, uh, Budweiser Magnum. Ah. So Budweiser, uh, Budweiser Magnum. Yeah. This I liked a lot. This is very mm-hmm. cheap, But I think Woodsman and Blender Sprite kind of uh, were, 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 were similar. So I think your th- Royal Stag was...
0: So was what what we'll yeah. do is after this, we can have the drink like how you like it. Ah. And like with ice, without ice, with soda, whatever, whichever way
2: you, you, you like how it. I do it, like whiskey with a little bit of water. I think
0: what happens is, and I think what you're rightly saying is... The reason why wine has a small market in India is because it's, you swirl it, you nose it. Now, this is not natural. You're drinking to enjoy yeah. and have fun. So, the more you complicate it, the l- more people get inti- intimidated and the lesser people will have it. Yeah. So, if wine wants to grow in this country, they need to move away from that feeling that you have Karna. nose, swirl, swallow. You know right,
2: the five S's of wine? You know the five S's of wine? You do you do I I'm I'm not aware. The five S's of wine are you kind of if you're supposed to hold a glass like this and the first S is smell. Okay. You're supposed to smell it and kind of. Then the second one is swirl. You're supposed to and swirling allows it to aerate. So the more you swirl it, the more uh, you know kind of it 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 opens the taste. In breathe. Third is sip. Sip means sip, Like it should it should it should be in your mouth, but that's pretty much it. Then fourth is swallow. And then it kind of you take the experience from your mouth down, down, down your food pipe or whatever. And fifth, which is the most important part is saber. So That's when you kind of go aftertaste. Yeah, the aftertaste. And, kind of like, and then you keep doing this. And you and by the way, people who drink wine are constantly swirling it, constantly like smelling it, then sipping it, then swallowing it, then savoring it. And the, the, this process is constant. And people who like, drink wine are constantly thinking of doing this. Like I, just two days back, I was with a friend of mine who, like actually my cousin, Shashwat, he's an outstanding, outstanding cocktail maker, like he's mm. become like this extremely, you know, knowledgeable bartender. So whenever we have family get together in the house, they're just amazing. Like, he knows exactly how much, he will use chickpea instead of egg white for frothing because of the 15-minute aftertaste. He will know what bitter to use to garnish right. and he will have a toothpick with fig in it to give some kind of, so he was very knowledgeable. So in fact, I was discussing what with him Okay uh, And I'll send you some of the things that he said about it He was like, well, this is something we're very, very interested But I, it's a it's a, it's a, it's a thing But in that segment I think people do it for for a fix and like just for social drinking I don't think there is affiliation to the process as much as there is to the things around the, around the drinking
0: I think, I think see, uh, the re- another reason why whiskey is high in consumption It's water, soda, easily accessible, yeah. right? With the wine, you have a perception It needs to be in a certain type of glass. Yeah. With whiskey, you can have it any way you like. Glass, you can yeah. mix it any way you like. So it's more friendly to the consumer.
2: That's so true.
0: So if you make things complicated and in a, in a certain... It works for a certain audience. But for a larger audience, it probably complicates the matter for them. So keeping things simple is what I think works. Um, the reason why we, we have positioned ourselves as just smooth is I think um, I was uh, one of the investors in our company is the ex-APAC chairman of Coca-Cola, um, Atul Singh. Hmm. Um, and uh, he told me, shivam we, we can't up thumbs up Ka ya Coca-Cola. Ka. Thumbs up mein bada bada thumbs up. Hai. That's it. And Coca-Cola, thanda matlab Coca-Cola. That, that red color can is Coca-Cola. Hmm. They might have more features. They might have more to say. Right? But you should not say more... About your brand. You should know what is the best thing and associate the brand with just one word because it's even difficult to establish that. Yeah. Uh, just one brand name and one word is enough. Yeah. And I think they have done that beautifully. And uh, that's when I think I had to force myself to declutter also. If I had, I wanted to say, PT. I don't say it. They can read it, but I will not say it to the consumer. Um, they can read it. And and that's how I think decluttering or being very very clear and simple and and focused will help.
2: What the brand is promising to you and what you can you expect from the brand. I actually love the I, I don't know I, I, when I when I saw this I felt this was like a Glenlivet packaging. Um and this is the what we were talking about right the pampering of the consumer. Yes yes. So if I am sitting alone with this bottle for example I will feel like the bottle is talking to me Asian American Oak extra smooth. Like there's a certain royalty to the green that you've chosen so i'm a big fan of some great packaging i think it makes a huge difference to the consumer experience for reasons that are truly emotional and you know uh beyond the f- function of the product uh, but i think the fact that you this this mold of the bottle it looks unique yeah and this is a custom bottle custom bottle, yeah right so nothing is sh- shaped like this you've chosen the right colors i think the the fonts there is a golden coppery feel to
0: it's to a copper. copper so the maximum people would use gold we've gone in for copper um if you see the bottle there are certain uh, uh, it's a, it's engraved in the at the bank there's this, uh, the glass is slightly so it's, a, it's got a fiddle factor like i i remember uh, bottle the, a fiddle factor fiddle factor it drums it, it feels it has a good grip it feels slightly you know uh, at a better grip when you pour it so i think uh, i remember uh, I used to play football. I still do. Um, Gatorade ah. Gatorade has a, uh, The bottle is very fiddly. Yeah. You feel very nice and you want to rub the bottle on. So it's got a fiddle factor. So I thought, Ki, how do I somehow incorporate this? So the bottle is slightly leaner. Uh, so the grip at the bottom is more comfortable. So try to incorporate like a like a, a, a broad shoulder, a, a narrower waist. Uh, um Try to maximize what can be done in that with, with the glass and that bottle, and try to bring a very aspirational or premium experience for this price point.
1: Talk about the brand a little bit, like what do you want, how did you come up with the name, what do you want the brand to say, what do you want people to
0: feel, uh, what are the tenets right, of, of the brand? So I think um, the name Woodsman, um, um, it's targeted at men. Um, the other brand names, competition brand names are Royal Stag, Royal Challenge, Royal Green. So they, That's a very, very, um, I think, uh, one route that the market is following. And with us, we want it to be more authentic and more natural. So, I think woods, uh, the whiskey is aged in a oak barrel. Um, um, it's it's rested. So, say uh, when a new whiskey goes into the barrel, uh, there's winter time and summer time, wood will contract and expand. So how a person ages, like we are aging with, uh, our mind is getting sharper, we're getting more, same goes with the whiskey. It goes inside the cracks, comes out. It goes inside the cracks, comes out. So the whiskey smoothens, it acquires the character of the wood, it acquires the flavor of the wood and smoothens itself over time. A um, shelf life for a oak barrel would be 15 years. Um, but I think India being a tropical country, um, temperatures are higher, humidity is higher. So I would say a 5 year old whiskey in india is as good as a 10 12 year old whiskey in coming from scotland just look at the temperature temperature differences so if you look at amrut no age statement if you look at paul john no age statement if you look at rampur no age statement wow if you look at cavalan which is a, a fantastic single malt from taiwan yeah taiwanese no age statement uh americans don't make age statements it's only Scots that make age statements
2: wow that's interesting
0: and i think i'll uh, just the, uh, thinking out loud, maybe uh, there was a prohibition time, or maybe there was a time when the factory was shut for a long period of time and the barrels were still aging. And again, when it opened, some again some smart marketing chap must have come <laughs> and like how you were selling the, the rice ba- basmati at Five. two year old. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big. The rice. Th- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, perhaps that chap said, "Sir, let's probably label it age ten years <laughs> or age twelve years." and market it to people as a selling point. And I think it's worked brilliantly, of course, but um, America also does not um, put, yes, Jack Daniels do not have any statement makers, Mark would not have any statement. So these are more younger whiskeys, more flavorful whiskeys, more playful whiskeys. Uh, and I think scotch is selling tradition. Uh, uh, America sells entrepreneurship. India is yet to define itself. We're called currently called Indian made foreign liquor. So I'll come to the question we were asking before it. Indian made foreign liquor. That's what we call this, is it? IMFL. Yeah, that's the blend. Vat 69. The
1: uh, blend is pride and all of that is.
0: All the whiskies yeah. are called IMFL. Now that's a pardon my language, but very poor choice of yeah. word, right? Why do why 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 is it like a regulation thing or what is it? Why 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 aren't we called just Indian whiskey? Indian whiskey, yeah. Right, simply Indian whiskies. So I think the problem with the Indian whiskeys is we don't have an identity. And that's the opportunity. If you define the identity very clearly, so for example, bourbon is popular. It has to be made uh, with 51% corn. Uh, The rest of the grains can be wheat, rice, barley, maize. So it's 51% corn aged for a minimum two years. So what you've done is build trust in the product. Some regulators or say uh, association say has made sure that you don't misuse the word. If bourbon, if you label the whiskey as bourbon, actually it can be called corn whiskey. Now they, it's made with 51% corn, but they, they, they made a name called bourbon which sounds more appealing. A, newer player should not misuse it. If the rules are set, there is a certain standard to it. People can trust it. Same is done with scotch. It is uh, aged minimum three years in Scotland, bottled in Scotland. Whereas with India, uh, I think that trend should start. And I think uh, we would want to lead that uh, uh, creation of a new category called Himalayan whiskeys. Um, I feel Himalayas as a backdrop is global. Um, uh, It's the best water in the world. Uh, Tatas have Himalayan water, Um, I think catch water coming from Kullu, DS group is doing phenomenal uh, and got up. I think, inherently, the water quality is brilliant in Himachal and another reason for me to choose Himachal Pradesh as a state for manufacturing was this 95% of the whiskeys that come into Delhi in the north are coming from a small town called Deravasi in Punjab Right? So, sab mahi ban rahi hai. Uh, Delhi not allowed nahi hai. Uh, So, it costs a little bit more in logistics But then you gain a lot more. You gain almost 60% of this is water. Now, if I don't care for it, and if you look at any global brand and you go to their website, they will show you how important the water is, right? Um, And I'm not saying I'm the first person that's made the whiskey in Mumachal, but none of the previous players are defining themselves very, very clearly for the consumer.
2: And yeah, absolutely right. I think if you look at, for example, the 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 the, the identity that Japanese whiskies have now started creating at least yeah. in my mind, yes. like Hibiki or the Centauri or Yamazaki, Yamazaki or, or any, it, it's very clear it's rice and it's got a very different color, uh, lighter, much lighter. Color. Yes, yes. Yeah. But it's it's and the, the 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 shelf throw of that of the Japanese font on the uh, they own on their the, culture. Amazing. they own their culture. So it and the bottles are kind of wider and. More square Asia, yes, really, really cool.
0: But for us to to be able to do that, we need to be able to do that at a higher price point. We can't do it at a lower mm-hmm. price point. And for that, if we need to be actually authentic, we need to own a copper steel distillery. So there are two types of distilleries. One is grain, one is copper. A grain or a column still distillery is more industrial in nature. Um, a typical investment would be 40-50 crores. Uh, a cop it produces a grain spirit. So in India, we have rice. So, again, the choice of grain, to be honest, is what the land gives you. Um, both Americans and Scottish people have marketed what grows on their land or what they can buy very, very packaged very well. So, 90% of Scotch whisky that are blended, 90% is wheat, 10% is malt. On an average, it can, of course, vary. Um, in, in the US, corn is what grows. It's, it's in your Coke, it's in your Doritos, it's in almost every particular some form of ingredient. Again that's what they use in their whiskey. So India has rice and wheat. Uh, I think the northern belt is is rich, we are exporting rice, right? Uh, so green whiskies in India are made predominantly with rice. Um, there might be a perception online that ye molasses se hai, sugar cane se hai, but that was yesteryear. Right? I do agree that aging aspect is still uh you know to be learned by this country uh there has to be infrastructure around it know-how around it um and the second piece is the malt um that's made in a copper pot still so everything that, of the design of the copper pot still, whether it's a long neck it'll produce a, a softer whiskey or lighter whiskey if it's a short neck it'll produce a bolder whiskey and that's the uh, decision of the blender or the maker as to what kind of expression you want to So some people will like the bolder expression Some people would like a lighter expression Some people will like a fruitier expression So that's when you have a range of uh, uh, At the top uh, To be able to address to certain particular uh, Mostly but blended whiskeys Sell in the world So Johnny Walker is a blended whiskey Shivers is a blended whiskey Yeah, You, you add the best of both the worlds Um I
2: think India, do, you know flavor, do you add flavour to this as well, if excellent to the blend? So I think uh,
0: this natural extract uh, that's that's used, uh, but not art, no artificial flavours. Under
2: Can you t- explain a little bit about, just in, in short, in terms of what is business like and what the margin profile looks like right
0: now? Sure. So, um, I think I've done a lot of mistakes in the beginning, a lot of learnings, fam- and, uh, there's, there's no lineage in the space, so I had to Learn everything myself. Uh, You can't go to a school here or college here to quickly learn uh, the art of whiskey making. So, I think um, I um, learned from multiple people. Um, After a lot of mistakes, Woodsman was launched one and a half years back. Um, We did roughly 25, 30 lakh rupees of net revenue in the first six months on a monthly basis. Um, That is what after excise, etc., comes to you. Yes, net revenue. That's the 170 rupees equivalent of this. Yes. So, we were selling roughly 2000 cases.
2: So, on a 550 rupee price point, after tax and everything, you come down to 130 rupees, realized revenue.
0: Yes. Okay. So, we were selling roughly, uh, friend, that's when the round, the first round happened. Um, this was led by um, very good folks uh, FNB, uh founders, Country Delight, Nitin and Chhapadar, uh Rohan, and the entire Epic Amiya team, um, founder of our XA Kola, Bala from Vadam. Um, um, Arisha was a partner at Jungle Ventures. So these people came in, and I wanted to actually uh, purposefully try to get FNB people because they have they understand distribution and understand the challenges, and probably to learn from them. So some people are five steps, ten steps, hundred steps ahead of us to just absorb uh, you know what they have done and probably avoid some of the mistakes um, that can. Uh, uh, so these people uh, came in and uh, soon after we were hitting 75 lakhs um in the last 12 months i think Woodwin has made some fantastic progress we closed last month at net two and a half crores
2: oh wow congratulations oh. thank you thank congratulations. you congratulations so we've 10 ec- But then we had met like 50 20 days back we were i was were telling you yeah yeah So well, l-
0: i think uh at this moment the amount of capital we have uh it's like uh we're right off the line on the bottling line, it's going into the truck. It's moving to Delhi. It's getting sold. So I think uh, fortunately, Touchwood, uh, the the brand is being accepted uh, by the consumers.
2: How many stores? And this is two and a half was only Delhi. Only
0: Delhi. How many Although we are interest? in three cities, states: Delhi, Chandigarh, and Himachal. But um, last four months we've been a bit positive. Uh, well done. And uh, I think the M I S has to yet to come in, but back positive. Hopefully this month for March, uh, one or one like not not much uh, but That's it. Uh, th- so I think we shifted our focus, okay, let's uh, um, we don't know how long, how long of a runway we have, so we shifted our focus to streamlining everything and focusing just on this market. Uh, so the entire revenue is from is from Delhi right now. Uh, if we had more capital, I think another at least 60, 70 lakhs more easily we would have achieved
2: um, and this is just a working capital thing. You just needed more more money entry out know. yeah.
0: I think I think um, from twenty five lakhs to two and a half crores. I think uh, we've delivered on the on the goal that was uh, set, or rather uh, surpassed that uh, that was set in the previous round. And I think now it's time for. How
2: uh, is the royal stag? How big is this business?
0: Huh? Royal stag is I think net revenue uh, revenue four thousand crores. Four oh, thousand. Net
2: revenue, right? Or gross?
0: So I think I think gross. So I think Pernu uh, is a twenty thousand crore
2: um net net business right
0: gross business gross. net would be roughly half
2: wow. okay so
1: so i say that again so r s is how large is that oh. net net roughly two thousand crores two thousand crores okay and you are at 30 effectively yeah okay
2: that, 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 boom. massive scope massive scope and do you see distribution as a challenge like this is is there a requirement for muscle in this? yeah i was gonna come to that
1: he's spoken so much about brand and product I, my understanding Distribu- was, just was yeah, this business is built and broken at the very distributor level, right? If
2: uh, like what, Yeah, he's right. I think what I've heard is dealers will choose. So I'll, I'll give you a small example. Uh,
0: Delhi, now that we are doing this kind of revenue, has already started supporting my working capital. So why should people trust you in the beginning? What have you done that you will earn people's trust? You have to earn it. So when you walk into a state, first year, you need to prove yourself. Getting registered is not a challenge. It might be a, a perception from the outside that entering into a state might be a challenge, but I don't think so. It's that big of a challenge. Uh, first year you need to, so now say Woodsman is doing well in Delhi. The world is already traveling to Himaharyana. It's already traveling to UP. It's already traveling to the neighboring states. Haryana, I've been approached. Okay. We will fund your exercise. You only need to fund your COGS. So already my bargaining power without even entering the state has increased. Right? So the. Once you do well, the word travels and people want to associate with p- things that do well. And I give the whiskey to them and I tell them, don't give me any order. I don't want any order. You please test the whiskey with a, with if you want to test it yourself or someone who is a consumer of this particular price point, that'll be a better person to give you advice. So firstly, when they see it and I ask them the price, it's they say 3x is what the price is. So I win them over through my visual appeal first and then I say, I still say I don't want the order. I say, please taste it. And we will, I will come back and uh, seek what the result was and not the order. So we don't push in the beginning. We need to be more relaxed and be confident in what we are delivering and let them judge. And if they are comfortable, they will start with a small order. So we were in Delhi at 100 stores last year, 12 months back. We're at 500 stores now. Now that journey, the team can make an effort and of course a good team really, really matters. Uh, so we've got uh, you know um, people who are 20 years into the business, that understand distribution much better than what I do. Uh, people who are coming from, so I think Delhi is led by called Harapreet. He's uh, from DS group, he's, he's started his career at HUL. These are deep distribution, companies. We will take help from build a team that understand that to the very core. Um, At the moment, what we're doing is another, uh, uh, we've taken software, we'll track data from the wholesale to the retail. We We are mapping all 500, 600 outlets of Delhi, what their potential is in my price point, in the other price point. I will help my uh, sales team to understand when they're walking into a store, they have all the data on their farm. They don't need to open whatever. So now, when they see that this is the target for the month, this is the potential of the shop, this is what the competition does, this is what you did last month, this is what you've done up till date, if you're completely focused, it it, it, it can be done.
1: Tell me something, you you spoke about having people, surrounding yourself with people who understand this, you know, who've done this before. You're new to this this domain, right, in a way. Um. What I want to ask, what is your personal superpower? What do you think that is and how does that yeah. help you build this business?
0: I think my superpower would be, I, I, I don't fear, I, I, I believe. And um, I hopefully attract people who can dream along in a, a big fashion and are not fearful of failing, right? It's fine, like I want to have a moonshot. Uh, and it's okay. I might not make it a $4 billion business or a $3 billion business or even a billion dollar business, but I want to try. I want to try. I don't want to try to make a hundred crore business. So I want to try that can be foolish. That can be naive. but I want to try and I'm okay. So I made a ton of mistakes and I will probably do even more, but I will continue to learn and I will continue to better myself and continue to better my team and continue to better my product. I will never say. This is the best at the moment it is, but I will continue to make sure that I, how can I be even more better? How can I serve the consumer better? How can I serve my team better? How can I serve the market better? How can I finance my business in a better manner? Not necessarily it has to be equity, not necessarily the debt has to come from India, right? So how do we keep improving in all the spheres <laughs> that impact the business? How big do you
2: think the business will be one year from now, March of 2024?
0: Um. If there's an effusion of, say, 15 or 15 crores. Let's
2: say, let's say all things go well that's, as per plan.
0: 6, 7 crores net revenue. 3x, roughly 3x, 2.5, 3x, what we are right now.
2: And still only Delhi? Right so
0: Delhi, we'll double down And uh, we'll open Haryana. So uh, uh, one more state. And I think we should be uh, good to deliver this. Uh, we don't need to uh, go to the south right now. I think after that, once there's a, a good... Uh, amount of money that's there in the system and then you
2: And will you be will you be immediately launching uh whiskies in the eight hundred nine hundred price point now do you have already have a brand in that in that price point?
0: Yes. But but again uh, uh, accepting that there's certain improvements so we've we 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 are doing that. What's it but a it's called Black Bow. Black So we 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 are working uh on, on on the blend and I think once we are satisfied that it can take to the
2: market we we'll go. The six seven crores is primarily what's been there. Yes, yes, yes. And what's the investment ask this time? Um ten crores. Ten crores. And what I I have you thought of a valuation of the business?
0: Um oh, roughly so there's flexibility there of course, but roughly one thirty five crore green money.
2: You're you're pricing it at uh four net run rate times four and a half. Four and a half. And what What? w per no these guys are trading at what?
0: Diageo is trading at seven X. Um cross or net? Net. No. UB Group traded at 6.6, 6.5. 6, 6. Uh, Radico Khatan trades at five, five and a half.
2: What is Bira's valuation uh, multiple if you Like I private. I group.
0: think Ankur Jain is just too. Uh, well he's a brilliant, but he's too lucky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe 10, 12, 15. I don't know. I don't know. The, the the information is not public. But I think and and probably the band deserves it. That's why he's getting it, and someone is giving it to him, so he will take it. Yeah. Um, um, but I think um, I've understood this aspect of how to value from my investors only, right? Uh, I have Bala who guides me. I have other people. He says, leave something on the table. They should be comfortable. You should price. Not overpriced, not underprice. Because I think even underpricing is saying you're not confident in your own company. Yeah. So underpricing is also, uh, of course, someone coming in would want to That's get the best that. price out of it. But I have to also defend, but being reasonable
1: to, you know, shareholders, future shareholders, yeah, right? It's, it's. I'm not saying this because VC now. <laughs> <laughs> so no, what do you are? You're you're representing the equity seekers on the. On no, That's terrific advice because as a founder, yeah. you always are fighting tooth and nail. You're trying to optimize every round. I think just being fair and reasonable. Yes. is just terrific. It leaves. It builds so much equity, uh, with people, um, and. Frankly, these journeys are going to be long, right? You don't want to optimize a little bit here and there and and win something. I think you're being, frankly, fairly reasonable. Yeah, Uh, I was
2: forget about that. Overvaluing a business and then putting yourself under the pressure pressure. to grow into the valuation. is Like, you make so many wrong short-term calls, so many wrong short-term calls that, like, you know, uh, I I agree with him uh, completely. I think
0: the idea is the value will be created in the long term. Yeah. So the idea is to get the right, people who also think long term. Uh, and that, I think that's also very, very, very important that one has a longer term incoming investor has a longer term horizon and they are um, willing to wait. I don't know. Uh, I, I want to build a profitable business. I don't want to intend to burn money. Um has grown, but it's. I face this question a lot when I'm having uh, these calls at that's the beer space. Now, to give you a breakdown, beer margins are thinner. It's more capital intensive. You have to be closer to the market. Right? Beer expires in six months. It's a refrigeration business. I can give 10 things that work better in the favor of a spirits market. Margins are higher. And this is 45% GM. 46% GM right now. Uh, will go up to 50%. Uh, As opposed to beer. What, G- what GM do you get in beer? 30 to 40%. Again, price matters.
1: But oh. uh, uh, but again, they they're so even at your five fifty going down to one seventy, realized you make forty six percent in gross margin at this price point. Gross, yes,
2: right, yes. Wow, amazing! Can you give us five ten minutes? We'll just quickly like if, if something else you want to ask? We'll oh, give quickly. Good. Kudos on
1: all the progress. Thank, Thank you.
2: you. We'll we'll just, just give us five minutes. Yes, and we'll, we'll, I think someone will just kind of usher you in. I
1: think overall I really liked him as a founder. um, I think that final question we were asking about what's your superpower that sort of unlocked some of the, uh, you know, thing in him. Uh, And it comes out what his real passion is behind doing this. And I always think about whether, you know, this founder, while great overall, are they the right fit for this business? That was a big question for me coming Mm -hmm. on. Um, some part of that still remains un- unanswered because of the distribution side. Yeah. But I think, uh, wow. you know, from a broader standpoint, from a brand standpoint, I think he's quite good. Yeah. For, particularly as you're just for his age and how much time he's had. yeah. Um, I feel like his learning curve has been terrific. Yeah. So overall, uh, really like the founder. No. Um, Fairly, you know, has thought about it a lot. Uh, it has strong views on you know uh, what <laughs> where he should play. Yeah, oh, no. I thought the traction is great as well. Mm-hmm. I think on the business, uh, like I wouldn't have expected like a you know 30 crore kind of business coming in from one city, man. From one city, he's not spent too much capital doing that.
2: How much has he spent? Uh, we'll to ask him. I think I think he spent two or three crores. Yeah, so, so profitable business, so, mean, so all of that looks like.
1: Interesting. On the business itself, you asked about, uh, you know, do you need to muscle in, etc. I don't know if I got my answer to that question fully. Um, but the fact he's already doing that um, uh, in a in a place like Delhi, which is fairly kind of out it's there. It's not even Gurugram either. Yeah, it's
2: definitely not Gurgaon.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like that. I also thought uh, he has he's segmented the market right. I think this is the right sort of opportunity. I worry about two things here. One is going up the brand, which, you know, uh, going more upscale. You know that is extremely hard. You can always come down. Yeah. Right? You can do a light and express and minus and something. You can do that. Building plus pluses are higher. So it will have to be black Mm bow or it will have to be something else. Um, And that takes away some of the good work you've done in making Woodson yeah. a good brand. So going up is harder. And I worry about that, that she's starting almost too low to be able to get to that, you know, 1200 rupee price point, which I think can be a fantastic place for yeah. him to be. Particularly as his early consumers, you know, grow up themselves yeah. and they're moving on. They'll move away from, yeah. does he have something to do? Second, I think while he's thought a lot about the product, the initial look and feel, the value proposition, etc. I think there is some amount of help that he would need as he thinks about how to communicate his value prop beyond the functional. Yes, it is truly smooth, but what does it make you feel? Uh, I think this, you know, great marketing puts customers back in focus, right? We were talking about how how Jobs spoke about Nike, right? They will talk about how great their shoe is. Their shoe is great, but it's not, necessarily what they want to talk about they celebrate great athletes yeah and they celebrate great athletics correct right uh, apple does the same and a brand has to get there i know and this is a major base so, but i haven't seen enough sparks now yeah. maybe given his learning journey he can do that particularly with people like his investors who <laughs> build good brands or yourself maybe he can get there
2: no i agree no i i i, I can't disagree uh, on anything um what what Blew me away was his insight on consumer. He knows exactly how consumers drink. He knows who the consumer is, he knows how they drink, he knows when they drink. He is very much in touch with the emotion of the. It's a complicated use case. Yaar. Like shaving is a simple use case. It's a simple use case. It's simple use case. This is complicated. It's social, it's alone. It's a pressure cooker situation which is a release, but it's also fun with friends. There's music involved. He also understands that whiskey is a low friction product it doesn't require glasses yep. and uh, you know or it just requires any glass and any mixer and you're good to go um i love that he's thinking about the fact that he wants the consumer to be proud of the brand that he's drinking it should be above the table some of these things show very like the person's ear is very close to the ground on sure. consumption and i think that is fascinating to me this is a huge market and it is absolutely You tell Royal Royal Stag, McDowell's 1, Officer's Choice These things don't stand for anything today These brands don't stand for anything in my mind They're just what I call sticky revenue for the sake of the fact that there is no other competition today This is a rightful disruption If you ask R.S. most loyal consumer, why are It is habit and it is just But if you are able to provide something super aspirational at the same price and it's smoother, the jump will be insane. So for me, what I love about, and you're right, I think figuring out how to ladder the brand or ladder brands and to distribute in a way that is efficient and you'll have to understand like these are tricky distribution systems, right? there is a certain amount of lobbying, politics, government. Desk. Alcohol is not easy uh, and not straightforward. So there are clear... But I think large market and the guy gets the consumer. So I think these are two... Um, and what he has done with this 30 crore business on a product that looks three times more expensive than it is, is incredible. It is incredible. And everyone has gone the gin way, man. Like every alcohol... is right, everyone's building for South Delhi or South Bombay or Bangalore. Everyone's trying to build for those. but. Yeah real india is here and this and he somehow he gets that consumer very well so that really excites me about i think he'll figure i think he'll figure it out yeah would you put money from barbershop at the value yeah
1: i think i think combination of a large stamp here um, uh, something that's you know uh, an opportunity to create a new category And own that category Be a category leader Maybe some others will follow Coupled with his own intrinsics uh, Added to that The traction that he already has And the pricing for the round Which I felt was quite reasonable Yeah uh, I think
2: yeah Make it a yes for me Awesome That's mainly the offer That senior lands we, we, won't, we obviously won't be able to underwrite A large part of the round Yeah But we can We can We can be the first domino that falls in his round, hopefully. He, his internals might come in as well, so that can take care of 70, 80% and then let him get, get some sure. shirts. Amazing. Cool. We should call him in here. Sure, this was, uh, you know, Raul and I had a, a fascinating discussion with you, man. Absolutely fascinating. Um, first of all, congratulations on building something truly truly remarkable and with so much um so much potential uh for doing something amazing. i mean we love the fact that you want you don't want to build a, just a 100 by the way, building 100 crore businesses is, tough. is, is tough and it's it, 100 crore is sizable people don't realize 100 crore is ten thousand lakhs. lakh like it's a, it's, and in your case that probably means forty thousand lakhs of you know actual you know consumer uh purchases but Having said that, just the fact that you want to build a large business is 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 amazing. Um, what what we love, and you should just keep adding. If I'm missing out, what we love is that it's a large market, and one that is truly truly ripe for disruption. We genuinely believe that the the whiskey market is 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 is, is, is the belly of of Indian uh, alcohol consumption. Um, not a lot has happened there uh, in terms of innovation. I think the, what they've built with those brands is amazing. But I think there is a lot that can, that I think the new age consumer wants a lot more, right? Um, so I think that's that's exciting. I think the second thing is your personal understanding of the consumer and the market is actually outstanding. And it comes in the details. It doesn't come in large stats and the match. I think it comes in the detail. It comes in knowing that, your consumer wants to put the whiskey bottle on the table and that's what you want to kind of make that happen. Or it comes from knowing, it, but we were discussing that alcohol consumption is complicated. It's 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 social, it's alone, it's five times a week, one time a week. Pricing, is it a commodity? Is it a price? It, it's, it's not, it's before the food, after the food. How much? The fact that you know that whiskey is a seamless drinking experience. Um, unlike wine, for example, where... You don't really need fancy glasses or whatever. You just need some water, some soda, and or any mixer, and you can start it. Right? Um, I think your understanding of the fact that water matters, for example, or uh, understanding of what makes a good like a good whiskey great uh, is amazing. So as a founder, we we loved, we absolutely loved how close you are to the consumer and the product experience. I think it shows in in not only the way you talk about it but also what you have built i think just building out something that looks three times more expensive than it is uh with with i know investing in a mold for example is a, is a tricky call you could easily take something off the shelf but you like no broad shoulder narrow waist easy to hold at the bottom you know something with 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 the with with, with royalty for that consumer um so i think we, we absolutely love that third thing is i think Building a 500 store, 30 crore per uh, per year traction business, which is profitable, in this space is is remarkable in Marana Affairs. I think the challenges um, and something which you should look forward, you, know, you should look forward to solving as you go. I think I think this is this is distribution systems which are complex, right? And there's government overlays there. As we all know about the Pontichadas, and you know this is these are not any businesses by any by any stretch of imagination. They're not straightforward. Um And you are young and you know you, you have energy. And I love that you're optimistic. you a good product? Sure, but as you kind of expand, you go into from 500 to 5,000 stores, there'll be challenges that you probably aren't seeing today and you need to be aware of it. So bringing in experts from this industry who, who will foresee it along with you is, 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 is super important. I think the second challenge that Rahul is, is it may be likely that in the uh, in the enthusiasm to marry value and aspiration so closely, you may have underpriced and you may have said 550 is great 10 percent premium to Royal Stack, but I'm not sure whether the sweet spot is a 550 rupee whiskey. Is it 650? Is 750? Or is it actually like taking Blenders Pride and, and Signature Head on and saying, do I want something at 900? Or even saying, okay, fine.
0: So we will have a Woodsman at say 7, 750. Ha,
2: so will Woodman be the brand because? Taking a brand up is always more expensive, Like it's harder. Correct. Building a new brand is expensive. Taking a brand up is harder. So, is it a combination of that? Like, what Indeed. do you really? But again, look, problems for the future, uh, and this is never a straightforward journey. So, I think th- that's where we land. Anything? Uh, if you've this, no, I, I'm just going to reinforce the, the point
1: about you really understanding the consumer well, right? Being really clued in. There's a big opportunity for you personally, I think, to turn that into a terrific brand identity. You've already, you know, somewhat of the way there, but I think you can go a step further. This is, you know, just going good to great. For example, when you think about why this matters to the consumer and communicating that, smooth is the whiskey, but what does it do to the consumer and putting them back in center? Like, you know, you came up on the fly, a smooth drink for a hard day that's just not a tagline that's also you're just talking to the consumer head on right? talking about the value prop there so thinking hard about what you want the brand to stand for mm-hmm. over a long period of time right. smooth is store bhi correct correct but what is it that you truly own in the minds of the consumer right now was giving the nike example right don't need to talk about their shoes anymore i think that you'll get there at some point time, i think right with, with what you're doing uh, what do you do and there's a very large opportunity for you personally to grow as a founder and for the brand to grow we are very excited about that yeah
2: I completely agree I think mean, brand laden is always functional emotional cultural yes and Nike is one amazing example globally Amul is a fantastic example locally like Amul is now cultural it's not emotional anymore it's Amul is now pop culture right, right. butter and cheese so high. but you know it now stands for pop culture so uh, we would love to be part of the journey man Uh, We would love to be part of the journey. I think you have priced the round fairly. Uh, What we want to do is, I think uh, we would like to come in with a 1 crore check. Okay. I understand that your internal round, your internal investors also might want to put in some, so you should talk to them. We're happy to be the first domino that falls that leads this, um, like underwriting 10% of the round. Right. Uh, If we are the largest check externally, uh, then we would want to kind of uh, go deeper and see, maybe one or two months more to see because March is a tricky month to value the business on.
0: Okay.
2: You know, there's always a pipelining effect. Like, we all know there's a window dressing of this. So, maybe look if at three months. Previous numbers
0: for the quarter,
2: it's uh, two crores roughly. Ha. Huh. So, that's the thing, right? Is it a 20 crore business or is it a 30 crore business or like whatever, right? And and then we can put the same multiple, that four and a half multiple that you have on a rolling three months thing. If we are the lead investor, we I would, I mean, just from a purely from being completely true to value but we, I don't think the I don't, I think the ballpark is very clear and it's very reasonable um we can do 4.5 times of rolling revenue but you get you why don't you kind of construct the round around this like you, I would love for you to um you know meet some of like Ravi Nigam for example who's our who's a tasty bite founder a board member at Bombay sharing company understands food beautifully uh, as an invest a prolific angel Rahul uh, Raul knows him well so start meeting some of these people in the bower shop sure um and take this as an in-principle if and that is if if you're okay to accept it uh and if there is a large if you if, if someone is going to underwrite a million dollars out of this 10 crores then we are very happy for them and you to price around and we will come in at whatever terms they they suggest and rights being uh being the same but um if that is okay to you i would love to shake hands you know,
0: fantastic. i think it feels great that i think what you have particularly built with Bombay shaving is uh you're now being celebrated as a founder and you being a fantastic uh job with baba Shop as well i think uh fantastic to be learning from you in the in the future and even now i think we learn from afar i have, i think i've seen almost all episodes of uh the baba Shop. so i think podcast is a, a new way to learn a lot about a lot of industries and probably imply or uh, try to you know get something to your business i think uh, thank you for doing that and i think uh, india needs it and i think younger founders definitely need it uh, who are trying to uh, make inroads into a complicated uh you know sphere and, 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 and it's very real. So you you have to defend, you have to have the right strategy in place. So I think uh, across uh I think you speak with a lot of people like Rahul who will come in from his own uh you know uh, experience and of uh, building trivo and the challenges of the hotel industry and, and I think other people also bring in their own respective um experiences to the to the to the podcast. So I think Thank you for doing that, and and uh, I'm really excited that you guys uh, would join this round. Uh, Absolutely.
2: You, you are the founder. You you decide whether how to construct the round. We're very happy to help. I think Rahul is, is someone who is and like, he help. he' he's been a mentor to me uh, for for like for for a long time. We spoke very very openly about it in the podcast. But founders help each other always. Like you can whether you are a current founder. You, you know, you you are a VC, you could be an operator, whatever. Once a founder, always a founder. So, we uh, are both available in addition to the 75 people who will come to this. Area, so You decide what to win is your baby, um, it's your business and you have the most to gain and you have the most to lose if things go either way. We just want to be part of it and try to make sure that the chances of you winning big are as high as possible from our side to on present
0: and enjoy some whiskey as well. Oh, yeah, sure, dude, the
2: fact that we have two more shoots after this and then we're gonna go, go, in, go into them kind of drunk uh, will come down to you, by the way. So there'll be a disclaimer that uh, the Woodsman episode is, is the was <laughs> precursor to this, so please excuse these today. I'm just kidding. Uh, but absolutely, we'd love, love to casually have more fun with you. I think it'll be a fun investment to do as well. Company, how much fun will you have with people saving in a bathroom with a basin? Like if, this, is really this is really good stuff. So congratulations on what you've done and thank you so much for accepting our... Uh, wow.
0: Thank you. Thank You, you should take awesome. on it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank, thank, you. You. thank, you. thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Awesome.